In the past, we've looked at verses 4 through 6 of 2 Corinthians 4. What I want to focus on here is the connection between verse 6 and 7. And the question I want to raise is the problem that paragraph breaks often create for us and how distracting they can be from seeing what's really there when two verses belong together. And ordinarily, there's a paragraph break right there between 6 and 7, which may be okay for the sake of putting the Scripture in smaller units, but whenever you see paragraph breaks, just realize they aren't there in the original, and you might want to consider what the connection is between the verses. So, that's one question we're going to ask. Another question we're going to ask is, how hard is it to see God? What I mean is, how much power does it take? Does it take the same kind of power that created the universe, holds galaxies in being, or does that sound ridiculous? Father, I pray that as we try to honor your word and the way it was put together and see your power and what it accomplishes in these verses, help us to see, help us to feel, help us to experience your power the way it's spoken of here. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. In their case, unbelievers, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers, has blinded Satan, to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel, of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. That's what he blinds them to. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. Now notice the parallels between verse 6 and verse 4 up here. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, so he's going to remedy the situation in verse 4 where the devil is keeping us from seeing light. God, who said, let light shine out of darkness in the beginning when he created light, has shown in our hearts, this is Christians, to give the light of the knowledge, which corresponds to gospel, of the glory of God, which corresponds to glory of Christ, in the face of Jesus Christ, who is the image of God. Now, glory of Christ is qualified by saying this Christ is in the image of God, and so this glory is God's glory as well as his glory. And here, the way he says it is, it's the light of the knowledge of the glory of God instead of Christ. But then he says, and that God, that glory of God, is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. So that glory of God is the glory of Christ. So the parallels between verses 4 and 6 are complete and thorough. And the reason we're pointing that out, we've already looked at that, is simply to get us ready to realize that what's talked about in verse 7, this, this shining out of darkness, shining into our hearts to give this, is the conversion from the satanic blindness here. The God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers to keep them from seeing this. So this is what keeps you from being a Christian. If people 
are blind to the to the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, when they see the gospel, then they're not going to be Christian. And God remedies that by doing the same thing he he did at the beginning of the world by shining out of darkness, and now he's doing it in our hearts to give this light to us. So now let's let's just look at the connection between verses 6 and 7. God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. And then instead of a paragraph break here, I just want you to keep reading. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. So if you split this off and begin to think about this in isolation, you might make all kinds of conjectures as to what this treasure is, what these jars of clay are, what this power accomplishes here. But it's not disconnected, and if you keep the two close together, you can see immediately what the answer to those questions are, can't you? So what, what is the treasure, this treasure? So let's just read it together and let the flow answer the question. God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Now, we have this treasure. So surely, there's no question, is there, that that's the treasure. We have the treasure of the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ, shining in our hearts. We have this treasure shining in our hearts. So what's the jars of clay? The jars of clay are these hearts, right? He shone in our hearts with this treasure. And so we have, we have now that he gave it to us, we have this treasure in those hearts. And, and the reason then, and you wouldn't just be, you know, speculating about, well, how, how, how is this clay? Is this our bodies or is this what? You'd say jars of clay are homely or ordinary or fragile, easily broken, can, can conceal or hide the fact that this is a treasure. These hearts, learning from the context, were very prone to unbelief and could not on their own see this light, and therefore they're, they're fragile, they're rebellious, they're proud, they're distorting, and so that's how, how clayy they, they are. What's this surpassing power referring to? Well, it's referring, isn't it? This surpassing power is referring to this act right here or this act right here. He has shown in our hearts to give this light. And just like he gave light at the beginning, the God who said that light shone out of darkness in Genesis 1 when he said, let there be light, has now said in our hearts, let there be light. So this power is the power of creation. And it's called surpassing power 
because he's drawing attention to omnipotence that holds the universe in being, brought it into being, created light, holds it in being. And this is supposed to astonish us because if you're a believer, if you see the glory of God in the face of Christ, in the knowledge of the gospel, you have omnipotent power at work within you. It is not yours. So the, the, the point he wants us to feel is, and we have to see the, the connection between the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ and this treasure, if we're going to feel that the power that brought this into being in our jar of clay hearts, the power that it took to get us saved, the power that it took to overcome the satanic blindness, the power that it took to stream into our hearts with the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ and enable us to see glory, not just facts, is surpassing power like the power that said, let there be light in the beginning. It didn't come from us. That is, we didn't save ourselves. We didn't see the truth of the gospel for ourselves. We didn't see treasure, treasure. We saw boring facts that had no relevance to our life until God miraculously with omnipotent, surpassing power shone in our hearts to give this treasure, which is the sight of the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. We owe everything in our Christian life to this power and not to ourselves.